0: Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more.
1: KM Collective podcast today we have a repeat guest Kylie Walker from That Property Mum who is joining us um, That Property Mum specializes in courses coaching and content for property managers so welcome Kylie. Thank you so much for having me again Ash. Now, we are going to talk about a personal um, personal thing today because I think this is really important for people to hear. And it is about how stress gave you a heart condition.
0: Yes. Tell us a story. Well, yeah, well, um, it's, it's sort of, I guess it goes back to um, my childhood, like many of us. Um, I grew up in a really stressful household. Uh, Both of my parents suffered trauma before I was born. And like many of our parents back then, uh, neither of them really dealt with it. Uh, So my mum sort of dealt with it by depression, with depression and disassociation. And my dad uh, became a really heavy drinker. Uh, So there was always, you know, there was always sort of conflict teetering on the edge in my household. And I became that sort of classic peacemaker. Um, I'm not sure if you uh, can relate to that i know a lot of property managers um it seems to be a common thread with property managers that you are this peacemaker you um you avoid contact or uh, conflict and um, but what that tends to do to your body is uh, the stress so- stores up in your body if you're not releasing it so um so that sort of was my childhood um the stress and anxiety sort of started back then and then I worked in TV and um, I was a sports reporter And back when I started, there was, I was one of the first few females that started in sport. And, you know, you're always working to a deadline every day, Um, you know, very male dominated industry. I was always having to, I felt like I was always having to prove myself, you know, I was surviving on adrenaline um, and conflict was, you know, I was always engaged in conflict. I sort of became the opposite of a peacemaker once I went into that industry and I became quite aggressive and. Um, sort. I mean, I, I guess I became like one of the blokes, and um, and anyway, that just kind of escalated my stress. Um, but it was I, I was having a bit more of an outlet through um, through conflict, uh, and then, of course, um, in two thousand and ten, decided to start a property management business from scratch with absolutely zero experience, and you know, my early days of dealing, obviously setting up a business and then dealing with tenants and, um, landlords, um, I was, it was fiery. I was this firecracker. Um, my mindset was very fixed. Everything was black or white and yeah, the, the, the stress just, you know, kept escalating. I had four young children as well. Uh, four under five when I started that started the business and, um, you know, you know, as, I, as you and I just discussed before, you know, I think a lot of us females, we just become copers. You just cope. You just keep going. You've got businesses. You've got children. Um, I didn't even realise that I had stress and anxiety. I thought people who complained about being stressed out uh, were just people who couldn't cope. Um, and it wasn't until maybe five years ago, I think it was now, um, I just crashed and burned. And, um, ended up with um, being rushed to hospital with this erratic heartbeat and I'd suffered a bit of burnout and adrenal fatigue prior to that so my body was giving me the signs you know you are suffering and then it wasn't until I was rushed to hospital with um, an erratic irregular heartbeat um, that I had to sort of step back and go holy holy crap um, I need to take stock of my life and um, and stress and anxiety has been one of the biggest changes that I've had to make.
1: Isn't it funny how the universe um, does things like that to pull us back a little?
0: I know it is such a long convoluted story, but, um, but basically I had heart surgery two months ago now. Uh, so it just kept escalating. And every time I was getting stressed out, my heart would just jump into this irregular rhythm. Uh, and you know, it, it's not, I had to keep going to hospital. So I was in and out of hospital and long-term it damages your heart muscle. So, um, you know, basically the specialist said, if I don't do something about it, I'm not going to be around to see my grandkids. Um, so so, tell
1: me what the difference is. Um, like, is it different to palpitations or little Flutters that you might get, like anxiety. Was it? Was there something that you said? No, this isn't like just anxiety. This is more.
0: Yeah. So, um, so the irregular and erratic heartbeat. So my heartbeat would go. It was literally like I could feel something click over in my chest, okay. and it would it would go up to like two hundred, then it would drop back down to fifty, then it would go up to one eighty, and it was just jumping all over the place. So. which made you made me really nauseous it made me really dizzy Um, and obviously the the serious side effects of that are it causes stroke and it also causes heart failure so not necessarily will kill you um, Mm -hmm. but it has two really serious and and my mother um, has suffered a stroke as well so um, you know I I don't know whether that you know she might have even had the same condition I'm not sure but yeah, um, But, yeah, it, it, but yeah it, it, it was debilitating once it was in the really bad phase of um, atrial fibrillation, which yeah. is really hard to say.
1: And, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> um, the, and so at the time, did you not feel like it was stress, like you just felt like it was just um, normal life and it's only when you reflect back on it that you go, oh, actually, that
0: wasn't normal. Absolutely, I, I I don't know whether I was too proud to admit that I, I wasn't coping. Um, I you know I had a, and I had a lot of life issues as well. Like I said, my mother was very unwell. Uh, you know, have usual um, relationship issues, um, children issues. You know, there was there was all sorts of. It wasn't just work. Um, but I think what I wasn't identifying was when I that you know maybe I maybe there was times where I needed to take stock and look back and go and and slow down and um listen to my body and um you know when when you you are getting that you know that those pains in your chest or um for me I'm once I'm getting too stressed I start sweating profusely um and I you know I get, get a bit of a brain fog um but yeah it it I should have really, yeah, but I guess maybe you you get a little bit too proud to admit that there's anything wrong with you.
1: And you don't know what you don't know either, So you don't know that that's was going to happen in the future um as well. But you know, before we jumped on here, we were just talking about sort of we've both just recently had little breaks, and i I'm very i'm I'm exactly like what you're describing I I'm hard on myself I'm I'm hard on my staff like if I've got someone and, and and not not hard to be mean but just hard as I feel like I'm a bit more of a realist so if I've got someone who is exhausted or if I'm exhausted I would be just like toughen up that's life you know you've got lot you know you know kids at home you've got a business you've got this um, you've just got to learn to work through it because that is life. I can't get rid of the children. I can't get rid of the business. So it wasn't until I just went away that I, um, I got myself into such a relaxed state. I did, you know, really long um, yoga sessions and stuff that I actually realized, wow, I was really grumpy before I left. I was really impatient. And, but I hadn't ever experienced that relaxed state to, realize what it felt like so um and I know you just had a break so you're probably kinder on yourself these days
0: absolutely um good on you for doing that that is you know that that is so worthwhile and the thing with stress when we uh get to those breaking points is that we're not good people to be around um you know I hate looking hated looking back now at myself in the mirror um you know the person I was back then I was you know you you know stress makes you you know lash out and. makes you argumentative and it makes you snap and um you know it affects you in so many ways like mentally physically and emotionally I would cry at the drop of a hat um you know remember my kids you know saying why are you always crying mummy and I'd be like oh gosh I don't even know why um I'm stressed I'm stressed but yeah it it does and um yeah a a break for me I I do know now where I'm, I'm getting to points and I'm I know that um, I, fatigue is one of the big things for me, one of the first signs that I'm probably feeling a little bit, doing a little bit too much. Um, and, you know, I used I used to, I would always put myself last. Uh, now, you know, I, I will put myself first. And, you know, those, those sayings, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup or um, put your own oxygen mask on first, um, they are definitely um, mantras, I think, we all should use, especially in property management, because not only are you dealing with your life stresses, but there is a higher degree of stress in property management than a lot of other industries. So, you, you know, you, you, you can't just, and as much as you want to just leave your work, your home stress at the door, it doesn't happen like that. It's, it's inbuilt, in, it's already in, in your cells and your body. So, you step in, and then a landlord's calling you, and, or a tenant, and, you know, abusing you down the line. Um, or it's even in your reception when you walk in through the door, you know, with your latte ready to start your day all happy and um, and then the stress is just bang in your face again. Um, so it's, you know, and then you touched on a, a point earlier, though, we can't avoid it. But we do need to find ways, like you said, your yoga and meditation to to start managing it. And we are the only ones that can start managing it for ourselves.
1: Yeah, and it's a—it's such a like a revolving circle. Like I would say, I—I know I've got to go to the gym, or I know I've got to go do yoga, but I don't have time because I've got too much on. And then, you know, it's those priorities and those values that you only put on when something serious happens as well, and then it becomes a priority. But it's very easy for them to not be a priority at the start. So, what? What? actual physical things do you now do now that this has sort of happened to you? Uh, Do you have any routine week to week that you um, have implemented that has helped? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalized service with a smile. The vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. I do, and you know, I used to use time
0: as that excuse as well. But the reality is, we've all got the same amount of time in our days. And I, I am a huge journaler, so I'm always writing. Um, I, if you could see my desk right now I have like notepads for notepads for notepads but uh, I wrote down the things that are really important to me that are, 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 are no no deals no and not
1: non-negotiable yeah, that,
0: things that I have to do every day that makes me feel good that make that resets my nervous system so things like um, I, I have to move my body every day it might I might not have the energy for the gym every day, but I will walk my dogs or I will um, put a yoga video on or um, I meditate every single day. Do you, sit, day. That's a do you
1: sit on the couch and just watch the yoga or do you physically do the yoga?
0: No, I physically <laughs> do the yoga. Very,
1: very basic beginner's
0: yoga. Um, I actually find yoga stretching really painful. I've done years of sport and gym, so I'm not very flexible. So, actually, <laughs> I find that harder than actually going to the gym. So, um so yeah so yeah so um movement every day meditation every day journaling every day are my three I guess go-to things um and I think the key with journaling is um when it's related to stress as well is to write how you're feeling start off you you don't have to write anything fancy but how am I feeling today I'm feeling worried about this I'm feeling stressed about this I've got you know and you'll usually identify what your stress is through your journaling and then you can go. Okay, well, I've got too many commitments today. Let's or this week, or you know, you, you know, you find some solutions to your stress through that. Um, so I guess, and I try to eat really healthy every day. Food is a big thing for me as well. Um, and when you're stressed, it's um, really hard. Sometimes you reach for that bottle of wine after work instead of going for your walk or to the gym, um, or you, you know, it's easy to pick up takeaway if you've had a big day and you're getting home late. Um, but I try to um, where I can eat really well as well, um, and you know limit alcohol. But that's you know that is one of my relaxes. Still, it's not it's not a non negotiable. I can go without it, but yeah, um, I do enjoy that.
1: I, I feel like and not taking um, taking away from the fact that those things are so important, but I feel like there's such it's like it's like it's a cliche eat well exercise do yoga like and, and 100% they are things that are so important but it is that bit of cliche like we we all know that that's what we should do
0: yeah and you, you know, you know I mean? you're absolutely right yeah I, I 100% yeah I, I 100% and it might not be that that's the thing for you um mm. who's to say that um I don't. I don't even know. But going, getting your nails done, um, or getting a massage, or um, going for a float, or um, sitting on the headland—you uh, know, sitting overlooking the water—might be your your thing. I think it's. It, I think it's self-care is the is the key. Doing yeah. some things that make you feel good, that fill up your tank, that make you feel relaxed, refreshed, revitalized. I mean, it might be watching Netflix. I. I, I don't know. Um, The trouble with watching TV, though, it's it's a stimulant. Um, It doesn't allow your nervous system to to switch off. And that's the key to managing stress. You've got to address your nervous system. Um, You know, our body, we're actually all the same when it comes to stress. Uh, We're all designed um, exactly to react to stress exactly the same way. And it goes back to uh, when we are living in caves and we, you know, we're, we're frightened and we have that fight, flight or freeze response um the, the same you know the same happens today um we are responding to our life stresses in the same way with flight fight, fight or, or freeze um unless we actually make a dis that well that's our nervous system is responding um unless we actually take control of our nervous system allow it opportunities to switch off and become aware of uh you know when you're you know when you are feeling particularly stressed you are going to be snappier um so when you are triggered by somebody uh, identifying uh okay right i'm you know i'm i'm particularly stressed that's not really something that's that's affecting me um it's their issue it's you know what i mean like making yeah. judgments around conflict or disputes or um stressful situations um if you you know when you give your nervous system that break I, i'm explaining this so badly but when you give your nervous system a break you can look at it Without being attached to what's going on, I guess inside you, and you make better decisions, I guess. So,
1: yeah, when
0: yeah, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and and I mean, I'll just sort of touch base on what you're saying with the, the um, finding your own self care as well. Like I was just thinking um, that quite often we can sometimes in society fall into a trap of what we should be doing. Um, which is the eat well, don't drink alcohol and and yoga. Um, and so I guess everyone sort of goes to them as a, um, as a, that's what I should be doing but also just yeah um, listening to what things are good for you and your body to reduce your stress levels because I guess that would be sure there's probably definitely a um, an actual um, medical reason why well there is a medical reason why those things are very important but if that's not you then um, then find what your three things are like i i've spoken about this before my three things um uh, and, and this is me being very serious uh, my three things are um, to de-stress getting my nails done cheeseburger meal with a post-mix coke from mcdonald's and a long shower and if i'm having a bad day or a stressful day i can guarantee you if i have one of those things um happy as larry so um but when i i've been I've been going to the gym because that's what you're meant to be doing. You're meant to go to the gym because society says that's what you've got to do to exercise. And I have been really feeling so crap from going to the gym, like really unusually crap. Like it's, I don't mind getting to the gym, but after my session, I feel ex- exhausted. I feel so tired. Like I need to sleep. I normally sleep for about an hour after going. I actually feel grumpy. Um, and I do not feel very good where most people that go to the gym it's hard to get there but once you finish a session like you're you're feeling fabulous you've sweated and I don't get that response and it's taken me quite a long time to actually go you know what this isn't for me like it's not making me feel very good um, I need to switch that around and pick something a bit softer for my body because I am on the go so much that on the go at the gym is not Yeah, it's not there i not working for me so Um, Yeah, I guess choosing your three things that do relax you so that and if you then I guess like what you're saying, being put into a position where there is that stress, then um, being aware of that stress and then going that afternoon after work and doing those things that are your three distress, like that would be a fair to say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Even if you are doing those three things regularly. As your non-negotiable things that you do every day or every week, you are able to handle the stress a lot better. I think that's kind of the point that I was making. Mm. If your nervous system is reset, when you are added more stress, um, you're able to cope with it a lot better. So, um, but you should get your adrenals looked at if you with yeah um, your adrenal yeah yeah. Okay. That I was exactly like that a few years ago, and um, I had adrenal fatigue, hmm. oh, and okay. it does happen. Yeah. So anyway off topic but yeah yeah
1: do you, do you medicate for <laughs> that or like yeah
0: or um you can you can yeah yeah yep you can but um see a naturopath they usually um have some good stuff for that and it depends on your stage of life as well I was sort of in that perimenopause stage which is probably a topic for another podcast for um menopausal property
1: for women. managers but yeah, <laughs>
0: yes menopausal property managers <laughs> yes. so that takes stress to a whole new level in that in that menopausal phase too so yeah yeah
1: oh interesting well if you if if you knew what you knew now no, now what would you have done different like back in the day
0: oh wow good question really good question um what would I do differently well you know what I would probably um one of the things I think as a as a people pleaser um, you don't listen to yourself enough. You don't trust your own instinct or your own own gut um, because you're always so concerned about everybody else and monitoring moods and looking after everybody around you. So I think the big thing I would would change would be I would listen to myself and my body and trust my instincts a lot more um, and, yeah, and make changes. Because, you know, we we actually instinctively know what, our body needs we know when we need to to slow down we just choose to ignore that little nagging voice in the back of our head or you know we're getting a series of colds and flus um one thing I used to always get every time I'd go on holidays I would get sick I would get um, conjunctivitis I would get styes I'd have a bad flu I wouldn't be sick all year the minute I would take my two or three weeks off at Christmas time um I would end up with something and I'd spend a whole week getting over it. so yeah, you, is, you you actually instinctively know, yeah.
1: Oh, that is so so common. The amount of people that say the same thing, and I. So when I just recently had this break, I so I didn't have my kids for two weeks. So I, and I never ever get two weeks off without them. And the the day that they left, I got sick, and I know that that's what my body does because it doesn't have time to get sick when I've got stuff on. But as soon as that I allow that break, then yeah then, then my body does that it, it's so clever really isn't it the way that we um, our bodies work
0: absolutely but if you had have listened to it um like the last probably since I've been on this journey of um I guess you can call it de-stressing but um self-care journey um you know I haven't been sick once and even whenever I have a I have not had one um thing wrong with me because my body is not under constant that Constant stress and that constant pressure of you know keeping going, keeping going all the time. Um, so yeah, I, I can, t- I've, I've been there, done it. I can totally vouch for the, the benefits. Um, how much better you will feel in so many different ways for letting go of um, your stress and your anxiety and um, finding some different ways, whatever works for you, whether it's not any of their. You know the the popular, um, cool things to do for for self care, um, but find something for yourself to not let let stress control your life.
1: Yeah, and and I like that to leave or finish off as that tip is um, is if you do go on holidays and get sick when you go on holidays, that's a sign that you need more um more um what's the word not relaxing but self-care. yeah you, self-care you need more self-care in your life so yeah if that's you then I challenge you to um to start implementing that and then see what happens when you go on holidays next
0: yep life-changing
1: excellent lovely to have you Kylie in chat and if anyone wants to reach out to Kylie she is all over social so touch base with her what's your favorite social um platform for connecting Instagram probably is the
0: the popular one at the moment, but anywhere really. And it's that property mum.
1: Wonderful. Thanks, Carly. Talk to you soon.
0: Tap Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time. And it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than Tap Plumbing and Gas.